Ladies and gentlemen of the inter internet, welcome to the very first episode of the wrestling po Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Connor, and I will be doing these podcasts solo. And here on this Pro Wrestling Podcast, we cover everything. I mean, I cover, excuse me. Um, there's my partner is, you know, about to have at the last minute. Anyway, um, on this podcast, I cover WWE, uh, trying to think, WWE, New Japan, and Ring of Honor. And this episode is highly going to be favored on the WWE side of things, as it is the Superstar Shakeup is tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the USA Network. And that is how Monday Night Raw will begin. Who lands on Raw? Who lands on SmackDown? And my predictions are coming up right after this. Alright, so, uh, this is per, this, uh, source that I have here is per, uh, Bleacher Report. Uh, they're an amazing source, Bleacher Report. Uh, I use them for everything. So what we're gonna do, so it says Superstar Shakeup News and Rumors. Uh, this is per the Wrestling Observer news Newsletter. Uh, the author of this newsletter is Randall Ortman, I believe I'm saying that right, of Cage Side, cage side Seats, uh, and I quote directly from the uh, newsletter here, WWE Chairman Vince McMahon has a high opinion of Baron Corbin and the Lone Wolf could be in line for a push. Now, this goes with the rumor that I heard earlier Excuse me. This goes with the rumor that I heard earlier of Baron Corbin moving to Monday Night Raw. Now, I have I, this. This is in my prediction. Baron Corbin moves to Monday Night Raw tonight. All right, that's my prediction. But does the does the Money in the Bank winner, former Money in the Bank, Mister Money in the Bank, and former excuse me, and former United States champion deserve a big push. See, I, I have mixed feelings about this. Does he deserve a big push? Some people might say yes, some people might say no. I like Baron Corbin's character is that he's just kind of dry. It's like, you know, it's the same Baron Corbin. Now, will he be repackaged like Woken, I put that in quotations, Woken, Matt Hardy, and I believe Woken, Bray Wyatt, like, they were repackaged. Uh, I really don't think that they're gonna repackage Baron Corbin, uh, per the rumors I've heard. Um, excuse me, per the rumors I've heard, uh, I don't know if they're going to, like, repackage him like they did with Bray Wyatt. I think what they're going to do is just they're going to let him have his, uh, like, keep his current character that he has and kind of push him from there. But, yeah, the, my prediction is Baron Corbin's role. And if, if Seth Rollins stays on Monday Night Raw, he will have a feud with Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship on Monday Night Raw. But that's that leads us into the to the uh, next thing. 
uh, to the next century. <clears throat> Excuse me, to the uh, to the next rumor here. Rusev. Uh, the line of Bulgaria. Uh, Rusev, as we all know, was set to face uh, the Undertaker at the greatest Royal Rumble, but WWE switched things up and inserted Chris Jericho into the match with little explanation, right? Again, this is per Bleacher Report. Uh, into the match, it's dead with little explanation. Rusev has also teased the news of some kind on social media. Now, the storyline reason for this, that Rusev was pulled out of the casket match at the Greatest Royal Rumble event in Jadi, Saudi Arabia, Friday, April 27th, was because the storyline reason here is because Lana backed him out of that. Backed him out of the match. Now, I have this tweet up here that says, this is a tweet directly from Rusev. This was tweeted April 11th, uh, April 11th, and it says, enough is enough. Maybe it's time for a change. Again, Rusev directly tweeting that. That is from Rusev's own words. He, he tweeted that. I saw the tweet. I retweeted it. Again, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at JayhawksFan underscore 12. I think, you know, here's, here's, here's the thing about this. Rusev was a mid-carder on SmackDown. At most, him and Amy was mid-carder on SmackDown. Um, trying to think. No, mid-carder. They're both mid-carders. Rusev Day is the most over thing in wrestling right now. In WWE, that is. So, does that mean Aiden English and Rusev could be moved over to Raw? I'm going to let that sink in. But does Rusev Day get a big push, though? Now, are they going to get a Baron, a, excuse me, not Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal type of a push like they did last year when Jinder Mahal beat Randy Orton. Sadly, I'm a huge Randy fan. Beat Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Ugh. <laughs> Horrible half a year to remember. Ugh. Just, ugh. <coughs> Excuse me. Just, ugh, ugh. Another prediction is, so my prediction is Rusev moves to Raw. It ain't English. Uh, also moves to Raw. Excuse me. Let me get a drink of water here. Then, according to Bleacher Report, again, it says, Absolution, I think the, the uh, one of the paragraphs in the article says, 
absolution is likely to dissolve, freeing either Mandy Rose or Sonya Deville to move to SmackDown. With Paige, the new GM of SmackDown, I think that would be a good move. Because Paige was the leader of Absolution. And last year, we saw with the welcoming committee on SmackDown, on SmackDown, the welcoming women's factions in, in WWE do not work well. Okay? I'm just throwing that out there. Women's factions and WWE do not work well. So I think either moving Sonya Deville or Manny Rose to SmackDown will be a good move on WWE's behalf. And without absolution, it would just be interesting to see if either one of them goes to like what brand. If either one of them goes uh, to SmackDown, what they can can do as as solo acts because you know. Uh, the likely candidates right now to move to the red brand, red brand, I think are Becky Lynch, Brizongo, the tag team of Brizongo, and Corbin. They have to be on that list, no doubt about it. I put them on the list. Every wrestling fan puts them on that list. Brizongo, they're doing nothing on SmackDown. Okay, they're doing nothing on SmackDown, moving the Raw. Raw's tag team division at the moment is just bare. It's garbage. The only good tag teams in that are The Bar and The Revival. Since the Hardys broke up, I can care less about Raw's tag team divisions. The only two teams on the Red Brands, uh, excuse me, the only two tag teams on Raw that I really care about are the Revival and the Bar. Even though the Bar, uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, they get stale. I I mean, really stale at times. Um, they're still a great tag tag team though. What what let's uh. Talk about Becky Lynch real quick. Moving her to Raw, her going to Raw will be the best thing to ever happen to her. Because she has had a feud with, I swear, with every woman on the SmackDown women's roster. I, I'm not kidding you. And it seems like every woman... That's what. Okay, hold on. It just seems like every woman she has had a uh, feud with on the SmackDown. Okay, Mom. Hold on, guys. We will be taking a quick music break right now. Well, and this music break is brought to you by podcast. You listen to them.
Alright folks, we are back from that little music break. I hope you guys enjoyed the music. And we are back to me talking. So anyway, like I said before, I was rudely interrupted by my my mom there. Uh, Becky Lynch has had a feud with almost every woman. Every woman on the SmackDown women's roster. I said that before the break. Um... You know, it's, it's just a consistency with SmackDown. We get the Usos versus the New Day every week. And at every single freaking pay-per-view. Now, don't get me wrong. No, excuse me. Don't get me wrong. The Usos and the New Day, two of the best tag teams in all of wrestling. Period. They put on some great matches, like the one at Fastlane before it was interrupted by the Bludgeon Brothers. They put on some good uh, feuds too. But yeah, my prediction, Becky Lynch to Raw. Now, the Raw roster saw a lot of debuts. And one return. With the most recent return being Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley returned after five years of not being with the company. I think it was five years. Either ten or five years. I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. Or As you're listening to this podcast, you can uh, look that up and correct me on that. We're heading into the Backlash pay-per-view on May 6th. Where do... Where does Amber Moon, fantastic wrestler from NXT, where does Amber Moon, Authors of Pain, who ditched Paul, Paul, uh, crap, I can't, I can't remember his name. If you know the Authors of Pain, longtime manager, uh, uh, you know, just, I don't know. Anyway, where do they all fit at the Backlash pay-per-view on May 6th? Keep in mind, the greatest Royal Rumble ever in Saudi Arabia is next Friday, the 27th. Where do I think Bobby Lashley fits into all of this? The former... Uh, last week, I'm going to read this direct quote from uh, the Wrestling Observer News. Says the former Impact Wrestling World Champ Champion noticed last week that he has, and I quote from Bobby Lashley, unfinished business in WWE. And I think he's likely to soon give us a better idea of what that means. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and play this audio clip for you guys. Excuse me, let me get the monitor uh, set up. So I'm just going to go ahead and play this little audio clip. Uh, with his interview uh, backstage after he beat the crap out of Elias. Hold on. I'm trying to find it. Ah, here it is. Enjoy this audio clip. Okay. There it is. So, what do you think? Uh, no. Hold on. It's an ad, y'all. Alright, it says it will play after the ad, so it's an ad. Uh, 
so it's a uh, rocket. It's a uh, uh, here. Okay, here's the interview. I will shut up. What a way to make a comeback, Bobby Lashley. Welcome back to WWE. How did that feel out there? Man, it felt amazing. I'm still still got the jitters. I I, I can't even describe it right now. I'm just I'm I'm on cloud nine. I'm ready to go. I've been training my ass off. I'm ready for this. So I'm excited. What brought you back to WWE? Unfinished business. Unfinished business completely. Um, I've taken my level of, of wrestling and this entire business on a whole nother level, and I'm ready to go out here and show this crowd what I'm about. So what can the WWE Universe expect from the returning of Bobby Lashley? I'm going to be bigger and badder and tougher than ever. There's a lot of really tough guys here in, the, in WWE at this time, and I got my sights set. It doesn't matter what I post online. I always get tags that we want to see you against so-and-so. We want to see you against so-and-so. So now I'm here to go and find so-and-so. Everybody wants some big matchups, and I'm here to make them happen. So, as you guys probably heard in that interview, I'm sorry about the muffled audio. As you guys probably heard in that uh, interview, he said he's here for unfinished business. What does this mean for Bobby Lashley? I think WWE is going to do great things for Bobby Lashley. Do I, do I think he's going to go undefeated like Asuka was until her streak got the, got, uh, got, uh, Excuse me, um, yeah, broken at WrestleMania, uh, a week ago, a week ago, Sunday, absolutely not, and I can tell you why, they're not gonna push Bobby Lashley and Baron Corbin at the same time, and I'm gonna keep coming back to Baron Corbin for the next... 25 minutes of this podcast. I'm not going to keep sitting here and mumbling on about the same old gosh darn thing. No. But it's dead. We're going to move on into, into this tease of the Sasha Banks heel turn. Do I want to see a Sasha Banks heel turn? Yes, please. Book it right now. But they're set to go, you know, the two have bickered back and forth for months now. Maybe two, three months. Since, uh, since, uh, Royal Rumble and Elimination Chamber. They are set to go one-on-one tonight on Raw. Will that help cement a Sasha Banks heel turn? I don't know. Again, I'm not WW creative. I do not know. What I know is rumors and speculation. Now, my prediction with this is that Sasha Banks is going to go to SmackDown Live. She's going to face Carmella. She's going to feud, excuse me, not face, feud with Carmella. For the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. And she is eventually going to win the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Now, rather that be at Money in the Bank, uh, Extreme Rules, SummerSlam, I don't know. Okay? 
I don't know. I just don't know. I, I, I just, I, I am completely clueless at the moment. You know, I just, I know as much as you guys do uh, who are listening to this podcast. Anyway, that concludes that summer. So, let's move on here. Ronda Rousey. Uh, she's not quite done with Raw's authority figures. So, let's just, uh, she put Stephanie McMahon in her arm bar. Uh. Uh. This, uh, last week on Monday Night Raw. But, here's what I think. Is a Stephanie McMahon versus Ronda Rousey single match. Could we... Get that. That's the billion dollar question. One of the billion dollar questions. Million dollar question, excuse me. Will we see a Ronda Rousey and a Stephanie McMahon singles match? We almost did with the next tag team match at WrestleMania 34. I just want to see Ronda Rousey beat the absolute crap out of Stephanie McMahon. I love Ronda Rousey. I liked her when she was in UFC, and I like her now. Which is in WWE. And these questions are are swirling, as, as Raw is set to go uh, in in a makeover. Um, tonight. But uh, I don't really know. As for the got the guys and gals to SmackDown. Uh, to close this podcast as we are nearing our ending point right at the to close this podcast I think Seth Rollins is going to go to Smackdown uh Nia Jax is staying on Raw Carmella, Carmella excuse me is staying on Raw on Smackdown uh who else who else I'm trying to think Either Bailey or Sasha Banks is going to go to SmackDown. Maybe even both of them. I don't know. Um, but again, all those questions will be answered tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on Monday Night Raw. Again, until next time. Until tomorrow, I will be back. Until tomorrow, I will see you guys later. Don't forget to listen at 5 o'clock Eastern. Again, that's 5 o'clock Eastern time for my Monday Night Raw review. I will be seeing you guys, and you have a nice night.